When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, Bulls Nation? Happy Friday, and welcome into the CHGO Bulls Pod, presented by PointsBet. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when you sign up to live your bet life. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. Across from me is my guy, Big Dave. He is at BOW, B-A-W-L Sports. Bow. Hanging out down there is Will the Goat Gottlieb. He is at Won't Gottlieb on Twitter. We are CHGO underscore Bulls. We got our pal and our producer, Joey. Behind the scenes, running everything for us today. Gentlemen, happy Friday. We're going to have some fun today. We got a bunch of different MJ stuff we're going to talk about. One of his game-worn jerseys for the 98 Finals is going on to auction uh, in like a matter of days. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about that. NBA 2K23 MJ special trailer dropped yesterday. It's incredible. We'll talk about that. And I stumbled across an interview with MJ that was actually from a couple of years ago. But he in that interview, is talking about what it would have been like for him to play during the era of Twitter and social media. And that led me to an idea of talking about if Twitter did exist during MJ's career, which moments would be the ones that sent Twitter into a freaking blaze. So we're going to talk about all that. We did also want to mention at the top of the show, some actual bulls news that dropped yesterday. But before we get to that, gentlemen, my friends, Dave, Will, how are you? Are you ready for the weekend? I'm definitely I'm ready. Very ready for the weekend. Exactly yeah. what Dave was about to say. Yes. <laughs> and Matt, I wanted to I wanted to uh, shine light on you for a second and thank you on behalf of all people around the world that don't eat meat of uh, the wonderful thing that you have done. But I cannot make the wonderful breakfast of vegan sausage and uh, sweet potato hash brown pocket that I'd like to make without without the preserves that you bring to me straight from the farm, sir. It cannot be made without those preserves. So on behalf of everybody, the entire community, we are indebted to you, sir. And we thank you so much for that. You could see there was I, some fear in his eyes while you were saying that. Like, you, yeah, he wasn't sure what know. you were going to say. You didn't know where that was going. I didn't know where that was going, and it turns out I didn't <laughs> like where it went. Um, I am glad that you're enjoying the fresh fruit preserves that I brought you because <laughs> it was a gift from the heart, and it's delicious, and I'm glad you're enjoying it. But you could also make a delicious breakfast sandwich with eggs, with bacon, with some real sausage links or patties. And put a layer on that jam on that breakfast sandwich, and it would be way more delicious. Just gonna just gonna put that mm -hmm. idea in your head. As the as the peacekeeper here, I think we can all agree vegetarians. I mean, and yeah, I've like, had this. Everybody loves fruit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, everybody loves fruit. Goes really well with meat. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. That's, I, I have nothing. I have nothing else to say. Just just try making a breakfast sandwich with some meat on it and also using that jam. You won't be disappointed. Um, guys, Justin Lewis, this news dropped man. yesterday afternoon, uh, is feared to have suffered a serious injury. Uh, Casey Johnson of NBC Sports Chicago had a quick little report on this last night saying that there is some initial concern that it could be ACL-related, which, of course, would likely mean that Justin Lewis is going to be out for the foreseeable future we are still waiting to hear more um we haven't heard any word about any tests coming back yet so everyone just sort of waiting with bated breath crossing fingers 
But obviously, as we spent a lot of time on yesterday's show talking about not only Lonzo, but just the history of injuries that this Bulls franchise has dealt with over the last decade since Derrick Rose's ACL in 2012, of course this news drops yesterday. Of course it does. As the, uh, I feel like I've been sort of the conductor of the Justin Lewis fan club, the push for, for Justin Lewis to be not only a part of the Bulls as a two-way player, but on the roster at some point with the, uh, the full NBA team. That just sucks. I mean, we, we've talked about it ad nauseum here with Lonzo and with Caruso and Zach and all these guys getting hurt. But, like, especially for a two-way player, an undrafted rookie, you know, coming into the league and trying to like carve out a job for himself, whether it's with the Bulls or somebody else, like that's just such a tough break. And I really hope the Bulls keep him on, rehab him and work with him throughout like basically the full year that he's about to miss, because I do, I do think in the long run, it will pay off for them. Uh, this situation kind of reminds me of what happened with Max Struess, where he had the ACL in with the Windy City Bulls and then they cut him and then obviously ended up with the Heat and played a huge role in their conference finals run this past year. So I do still have a lot of hope for Justin Lewis. I hope he can heal up quickly and well and get back on track as far as becoming that big wing three and D kind of player that I think the Bulls and every other team needs. Yeah, I don't want to dive too hard into it uh, because I know we want to, I want to wait to see, you know, what the results are and everything like that. But it is some some crazy timing, knowing what we were discussing literally yesterday and talking about how much we don't uh, want to go through another season of injuries for the Chicago Bulls. And then immediately we get this news about Justin Lewis. Um, yeah, I, I wish him well. I hope it's nothing super serious, as serious as we're reading. And I hope he gets healthy because I think there's a spot for him definitely on the Chicago Bulls. So yeah, I'm just I'll just wait on the news with everyone else and just hope for the best for him, man. Hope for the best. Um, I hopped on and did a show with uh, Jamal from Bull Central earlier today, and we were talking about it. And I was talking to him about how while the three of us were out enjoying summer league at Vegas, that Justin Lewis was one of the bright spots of watching those Bull Summer League games, and the fact that all of us were very much on board with the fact that he looked like a steal of just a undrafted free agent flyer. And he probably should have gotten drafted uh, if you saw what he accomplished at Marquette. So hopefully we'll get some encouraging news on that front. We'll dive into it more next week when we do get further updates on what exactly is going on. Uh, But everybody, cross your fingers for Justin Lewis because uh, even though he's on a two-way, I I was looking forward to maybe seeing him play some some minutes this season or certainly at least watching him play for the Windy City Bulls. Okay. Uh, sad news out of the way. Now it's time for some fun Friday because it's Friday yeah. afternoon. I cracked a beer and we're going to talk about Michael Jordan for the next 50 minutes. <laughs> he's so, Jordan beer. Yes, he's good. Dude, MJ and beer. Two of my <laughs> favorite things in the world. So TMZ was the first to report this uh, earlier this week. There is a game worn MJ jersey from the 98 mm-hmm. finals. His last finals, his last series, his last ring, his last finals MVP that is going up on the Sotheby's auction uh, block later this week, I think, or so next week. Uh, There you see a screenshot of the listing on Sotheby's website. And if you can't quite make it out there, the estimate for this item at auction is three to five million dollars. Uh, this is there you go. Thank you, Joey. This is from game one, which, in case you don't recall, was a nail biter that actually went to overtime and the Bulls mm-hmm. lost to yeah. the Jazz in overtime to go into a 0 1 hole in the 98 NBA finals. But MJ still poured in, I believe, 33 points in that game, uh, was a big reason why they made it to overtime uh, and played a game high 45 minutes, I believe. Mm. Gentlemen, if I had three to five million dollars to throw at something, I would for sure throw it at this. Do you guys think it's silly that some people spend that kind of money on sports memorabilia? Or do you believe if you have that kind of money to throw at something, do whatever makes you happy? Yeah, do whatever makes you happy. (laughs) If you got that money to spend on it, 
do whatever makes you happy because if it's not sports, it's going to be something else, some other type of memorabilia that you'll get, you know, whether it's from movies, uh, whether it's from music, you know, there's, there's so many different things out there that people are fond of. So yeah, if you've got that lying around and you have that deep love, like people have for Michael Jordan out there. Yeah. I, I would throw three to five mil at that. And, you know, I'd wear it. I put it on once absorb all the greatness that I could and then I would hang it up and you know mat it and mount it and and put it away you know what I mean because dude that's that's an, that's amazing the more I'm sitting here talking about it and thinking about it I'm like yeah spend it all like <laughs> yeah spend all your money all of it it's good so yeah I, I don't have a problem if somebody wants to spend that if they have that kind of money these comments are absolutely hilarious today keep them coming guys these are these are fantastic um i that's a good point uh from colin that it's like an investment like you could yeah. probably flip that in however many years and make a killing i'm not a huge memorabilia guy as we'll probably talk about here um but yeah i mean whatever makes you happy man if that's if you got that kind of money if, if it were me i would probably try to save up and just buy the bulls instead but if that's what you uh <laughs> That, from 1983 well, that uh that, that would cost you just a little bit more than three to five million just a little though, bit Bill. but if you've got if you've got five million to throw around on a jersey it probably means you have significantly more than that in your bank account and at that yeah. point you know you start to do some investments you know maybe uh maybe you get lucky here and there and just buy the team from from the rhine that would be my dream come true yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to Jr. in the comments who said it is kind of silly, but f it, buy what you want. Uh, also, Jr. saw that comment that you're sitting at home watching us with COVID. Feel better. Hope you're doing okay. Oh, feel better. Man. Um, Adam saying if the guy on YouTube is drinking a beer. I'm cracking one. Cheers. Knock yourself out. <laughs> it's Friday, three fifteen. It is beer o'clock. Um, yes. Steak face. <laughs> the guy Steak on YouTube. Face. Uh, Sam, he's saying, man, I need Goatleaf as governor of the Bulls. Guaranteed champagne and campaign. Uh, so, <laughs> look, not I mean, campaign. spending no, millions no, no. of dollars on a, on a jersey or any piece of sports memorabilia is silly. But I honestly, if I had that money, I would absolutely buy it. Now, obviously, I would, would I prefer to, say, have a, du- a dumb amount of money to throw at the jersey he wore in game six in 1998? Yeah. The jersey he wore for the last shot? Yeah. There are preferences and tiers of money I would throw. And it's, you know, even though it's a game-worn jersey from a game he lost in the finals, we all know the outcome of that series, which was MJ hits the game-winning, series-winning, three-peat, second three-peat clinching shot. It's still a piece of history. It is a piece of NBA history and I wish that I had the money to throw at this. Like, truly. And I got a lot of MJ stuff. None of it's as cool as that. Mm-hmm. None of it will ever be. The one on my wall in a frame behind me is signed by MJ. I got it. MJ. Or yeah. I had it signed when I went to Michael Jordan basketball camp later that mm-hmm. summer in 1998 after they won their last title. But that ain't worth that $5 million dollars because he did not wear that while playing in the NBA Finals. But will you I wonder ever how much you could get for that. Yeah. What, I, I mean, an autographed MJ, you could probably get a you know a couple grand for, but like to me, it's worth way more than that sentimentally. Like, if I ever actually get my shit together and settle down and have a family, mm-hmm. I, I I would want to pass that on to my kids. Like, no ah, one, I am, okay. I am never selling that. I could be okay. destitute, living in a cardboard box under the Dan Ryan, and I would not sell that jersey behind me. It would just be a Joe Kim Noah and a Jordan autographed jersey to keep you warm. Oh, there, there's an uh, there's an autographed Joe Keith that you got me right over here. Yes, there's an autographed yes, Joe Keith picture on that same wall behind me. Oh my goodness! I, I oh I see it. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll tell you. I'll that's tell a, you this. That's Thank a solid sure. collection you got there, man. Thank you. Got a, I got a signed will, Buddy Ryan back there. Got a signed Scalabrini. See, Scalabrini. Will I, Scalabrini. See, well, I my my room used to be littered with like pictures of the Chicago Bulls and Jordan and just littered with these things like back in the day. Um, I used to have one that Jordan famous free throw line dunk. Uh, oh, no. Dang it. Did Dave freeze? I'm a bad. Oh, Dave awesome. Hopefully he'll come back and continue that story. Um, 
Wait, so yeah, Will, what, what about you? Is there any piece of MJ or any any NBA memorabilia? I know you said you're not a big memorabilia collector, but is there is there an item that you have like crazy amounts of sentimentality and uh, that you'll that that you hold in, in such uh, great value close to your heart? That's just an object that is sports related. Not really. I wish I did. Um, I have like a pretty decent collection of basketball and baseball cards some of which are signed which i think are like i kind of stumbled upon those uh recently and that was like sort of a sentimental thing just going back but you know i'm not super attached to them uh the one thing i think would be really cool as sort of more of a a writer guy would be like a framed picture of the like chicago tribune every like the morning after each one of the championships to hang a picture of each of those I think would be a really cool piece of memorabilia. But yeah, in terms of like jerseys or basketballs that are signed or anything like that, I don't, I don't have anything. I kind of wish I did, but uh, just never really got into it. Uh, Adam said, I had the shy tribune full page player posters on my wall during that second three P. Yeah, exactly. I had those too. I also would uh, buy each new issue of uh, Beckett, which was, you know, those like magazines that told you the, the, face value of every card of you know basketball baseball football cards and they had like little you know pictures of nba players on the nba section of the magazine and i would cut those out and just tape nba players like magazine paper players all over my room that had of course a nerf hoop in it but uh yeah i also like spent all of my money on basketball cards from age you know seven to 14 it was stupid yep Exactly. The one thing I do have is this is not Bulls, but in terms of Chicago sports, I have my the ticket to the game five of the World Series, the Cubs World Series that I went to framed, which I think is really cool. And if there was some Bulls equivalent of that, whether it was like tickets from games during their finals run or just like a big board full of like tickets from games that you went to, I think that'd be really cool, too. That's probably like the most sentimental thing that I have my brother and I both have those I, I think that's pretty cool wait I want to show this before my internet starts tripping again so I have a <laughs> I have a, quite a few memorabilia things but these two I, I have there's this one there's that <laughs> Ooh, old oh, wow. Jordan joint there's my mic yeah I bought this I bought this after the last dance <laughs> like I bought that after the last day. I was, I wanted it so much. And the other thing I have is not basketball related. And Matt, you've seen this, but I love it so much. It's my world championship belt. <laughs> Check it out. Get that in, baby. Where where did that it. come from? Oh, and it's autographed, by the way, on the back. That's Ted DiBiase. The million Dollar Man, and that's Jerry the King Lawler at the bottom of that. That's autographed by two uh, Hall of Famers. Craigslist is where this came from. Matt, Craigslist. You wear that Somebody was shoulder. selling it on Craigslist. Oh, yeah. If I were you, I I'd just walk me. around with that on my shoulder like every day. You should see me when I step out the shower. <laughs> that's all you got. Are you kidding me, bro? Out the shower? Are you good? Look, come on. Yeah. Like this. Put cutting promos in the mirror all day long. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm glad we do not live together. So, <laughs> You're lost, Will. <laughs> I mean, if you want to wear that in the shower, more power to you. No, uh, not in the shower. I'm not did, taking a shower uh, with it. <laughs> I did find one more piece of merchandise that I think would be of interest to us, but we might have to pool our money. What's okay, that? what is it? Oh! Yay! Let's do it. A, a game. Okay, game worn. He did not play in that game. Stop hating. Estimate Cut a zero off that. Estimate twenty million to thirty million. I think. Stop hating. Uh, I, I think, think Joey just made himself a little little Photoshop. Stop hating. No, cool. I'll go right into the bank. You know what I'm saying? Check my accounts. Dump them out. Yeah. Get the legend. Get it autographed yeah. too from the legend, man. That would be awesome to have. That would be amazing. To you have. know how you can get like custom jerseys made from NBA.com? They should make custom banners, like retired jersey banners, so Dave can get retired number twenty-one Matthew Thomas, twenty twenty-one twenty-two season, hanging on his wall behind him for these podcasts. 
We can only dream. <laughs> we can only dream. You did update your uh, your banner photo I saw with Joey's edit, which I think is I did. Chef's kiss. Very nice. Yeah, shout out to Joey for that. That was amazing. I told him I was going to use that, <laughs> and I wasn't joking. <laughs> yeah, I love that. It was amazing to see. So but yeah, I, I, I'm like Matt though. Like I have a ton just of basketball cards because I spend a ton of my money on basketball yeah. cards because I'm on baseball too. Like I. I literally, I have a Derek Jeter minor league rookie card, like when he first got in the league. Like, yeah. I am that into it. You know what I'm saying? So, as I call it, that's my retirement fund. Yeah, <laughs> my my cards are my retirement fund because I got some. I was cards. just saying, I found a bunch of cards when I came back home, uh, and I thought that was going to be my retirement fund. And then I started to look at the prices, and it turns out it is not my retirement right. fund. They're like, <laughs> but, but when like you're collecting them as a kid, you're like. Cards. You're like, I'm going to be a millionaire because I'm going to save right. all of these and then sell them someday. Like, so I've got this collection. They called them MJ exclusives. They were done by Upper Deck. And okay. it was like right after he retired. I mean, like it's a booklet. Look, I, I've got the whole collection. I've got doubles of some of them. And it's just like each card is honoring a certain achievement in his career. And I keep them in this nice little booklet. And nice. It's, you know, I, I've also got Upper Deck made this like weird enlarged card size. It's like twice the size of a normal card with other like Ooh. iconic moments from MJ's career. Like, look at these. These Ooh. are fucking huge. Look at that. Special, special editions. I always wanted to find those rare things that were like, lo- like limited time, you know, mm-hmm. only a short supply, limited inventory when I was a kid collecting MJ shit. Cause I was like, you know, everybody's probably got the same MJ cards from the span of his career, but I wanted to find that rare shit. Um, you got it. You definitely got and it. And I got it. And now I'm never going to sell any of it. Like, because, you know, why would I? <laughs> but I wish I had $3 million to spend on a Game Ward jersey. God damn it. Oh, well, you all did get me an autographed Ric Flair robe. And I appreciate that as well. So that's True. awesome memorabilia. And and now I have a, uh autographed Kendall Gill Illini jersey because he autographed that for me. Yeah. So, so I got that. Yes, thank you very much. That is a flex. And I have an autographed Felicio jersey. That's, <laughs> so I think that's, I think that's that. worth negative $32 million. <laughs> there will be no more Felicio slander while I'm still in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> I will not allow uh, Shout out to Mike in the comments who said he has an Eddie Robinson sweatband. That's oh legit. Goodness. That wow. is a great piece of Bulls history right there. That thing, that thing is super dry. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Colin saying no autograph Purdue. Oh, Dave and I have oh, yeah. several autograph Will Purdue cards because one day Purdue. we just brought them into work and made him yep. sign every Will Purdue card that we yep. had. Same with Pur- Kendall. Same That's with Kendall, and same place. and same with Horace Grant. Same Horace, thing. Horace as well. <laughs> Got him too. Yep. First gift I ever gave my older niece was an autographed Horace Grant card. <laughs> How many times we got to tell you, Matt and I are children? <laughs> like this is exactly what happened. Soon as I saw Will in there, and then we went down. I was like, "Here you go." Ne- yep. Next day, they come back. Here you go. <laughs> like, yep, we were on it, man. We're not playing around. <laughs> um, all right, we're gonna get to some more fun MJ stuff. We're gonna talk about MJ and what if he played during the Twitter era coming up next. But first, Big Dave, tell the people how much fun they should be having with these NFL preseason games tonight on Points Bet. Oh, they could be having all the fun that they want to have because the best way to support CHGO is to download that PointsBet app and use that code CHGO when you sign up. Because if you do that, when? Right now. You will get yourself $2,000 in free bets. And that's one, two risk-free bets up to $2,000. And you'll even get a free T-shirt of your choice from that C. H-G-O. That's 2,000 in free bets, free CHGO membership, free T-shirt of your choice from that CHGO locker, all for making a $50 or more first-time deposit at points bet. It's your home for live. Got even better. Don't just watch that game. Bet along with it live. That's your favorite team prime for that. Come back. You see an edge in the game that you're watching. Look. You'll have more live betting, more live markets, and faster live cash outs. I said faster live cash outs. Follow along with your bets the moment they hit and stay in the live action all game long. Just download that PointsBet app right now and use that promo code CHGO when you do it. Because what you're waiting for, I don't know. It's time to elevate your live betting game. Because once that game starts, you don't just bet. Matthew Peck, tell them what you do. 
Live your bet life. Oh, live it. So excited to bet money against the Packers tonight. <laughs> and maybe actually win because it's the preseason. So I doubt Rodgers is going to do a damn thing. Yeah, he's chilling. He's chilling. He ain't doing nothing. Chilling. Walking around looking um, like Nick Cage. Shout out to Chocolate Salty Bulls in the comments who said he has a signed Eddie Curry high school jersey worth $75 wow. I've ever spent. <laughs> Uh, Ronald says he has a Jordan jersey from the Olympics dream team. Yes, sir. That would be dope. That Ooh. That is something I need to add to my collection. I don't have any dream yeah. team jerseys. I, I feel agree. like I need a Jordan and a Pippen. Because uh, yeah. those are those are probably rare. Of those, I, I always wanted the Mike and I wanted the Barkley. Those are the two I, I just tr- totally wanted more than any other the two players. I wanted Mike and I wanted Barkley's, man. I need those. Still need them. Still need them. What color, Matt? The white one or the blue ones? Which one you want? I probably I probably go white. The white ones white? are just so damn clean. The white ones are God. so yeah, they're just I love crisp. Them. I love them. Um, all right, yeah, guys. So you're right, Will crisp. That's the word. Yep, crisp. I don't know how this uh, ended up in my Twitter feed earlier this week, but it was actually something that Alex Kennedy wrote for BasketballNews.com two years ago, and it was piggybacking off of an interview that MJ did with the Cigar Aficionado magazine, which is just hilarious. Ooh, like, of all the people that MJ actually grants interviews to these days, which is basically no one, he sat down for a few sessions to, you know, to do the last <laughs> dance doc. And then <clears throat> other than that, basically MJ has told the media to F off since he left the Wizards <laughs> in whatever, 2003 or 2004. So he's, he was doing this interview with Cigar Aficionado, and he was talking about, the fact that he was glad that he didn't play in the era of social media. Joey, do we have that quote from MJ from this interview? Thank you. He said, well, what changed from that time frame to now is social media, Twitter, and all those types of things. That's evaded the personalities and personal time of individuals. For someone like myself, and this is what Tiger Woods deals with, I don't know if I could have survived in this Twitter era where you don't have the privacy that you'd want and what seems to be very innocent can always be misinterpreted. End quote. I completely understand why MJ feels this way because he was sick of media without social media because he got followed around and harassed everywhere he went. Younger Bulls fans who weren't around got a glimpse into that life by watching The Last Dance. Every room Michael Jordan is in, he is mobbed by at least 100 people, fans, media, People throwing their children at him. People throwing things at him to autograph a million microphones (laughs) in his face. Microphones pointed at the back of his freaking head. I get it. Yeah. If Mike played in this era of social media, and and that's to me another one of the reasons why I always have MJ and will always have MJ above LeBron in the GOAT argument. Not only do I believe he's a better player, but even for all of the attention LeBron gets in the modern world of NBA media, it wasn't the same. MJ had his own goddamn gravitational pull. Like he was a yeah. planet of gravitational pull. It's true. It was a different world. That being said, I'm curious if there are certain moments from MJ's career and life that you guys can think of that you think would cause Twitter to blow up the most. Because I've got a few <laughs> ideas, but I, but I, I want to hear some of yours first. Ahead, I feel Will. like there's a couple that like really stood out to me when you brought this up. I think the first one would be like the I think the biggest one would be the I'm back facts. Like if, mm-hmm. if that came in on Twitter, like people are still tweeting that that <laughs> like image. Yeah. Can you imagine if like that came through on some Twitter account <laughs> after like a year and a half of retirement? That Michael Jordan just said, I'm back. That would just, I mean, that would be like the greatest moment in NBA Twitter history easily. Um, (laughs) I also think like the retirements would just be pretty massive. Um, Yeah, those are, the I'm back one especially, these are obviously both off the basketball court situations, but I think those probably could have been just like internet breaking things. Yeah, um, for me, I, the first two things I think of are off, kind of what happened off the court. The tragic murder of his father. 
um, I think that would just completely just blow up Twitter. Like that would just be ridiculous um, in dealing with that. And the other one I think was when Mike went gambling in New York. <laughs> in the That's player. my answer. The, the memes, the, the things people would say, it would be absolutely just insane to deal with, man. And, it would just be out of control. Everybody would have an opinion. Everybody would have something to say. Um, and nobody would have any answers to any questions, but everybody would have something to say about it. And it would be reported over and 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 over again. So, yeah, that would be crazy, man. And honestly, I would be here for the memes because I think the memes would be absolutely hilarious on that, honestly. Uh, Sam, uh, Samity saying the baseball bat and cigar in the locker room, if that somehow found its way to Twitter. Um, Adam talking about how he would have gotten torched on Twitter after every one of his baseball games. Although MJ, oh yes, I mean, like it, the the early days were tough. Like he started his uh, his Birmingham Barons career with like a eleven or twelve game hit streak or something crazy like that, and then people started throwing curves and and you know breaking balls at him, and then he was terrible. <laughs> but he ended up batting two oh two. Like, mad respect to MJ. He batted 202, switching to baseball after having not played baseball since high school. Um, mm -hmm. I totally agree with you, Dave. The the trip to Atlantic City mid-playoffs when your team is losing to the Knicks, that would have just been out of control on Twitter. The yeah. other one I think, too, would Will, you mentioned the retirements. Before his actual retirement announcement at the Birdo Center in whatever that was, October of 93, his first retirement, when he was throwing out the first pitch at that White Sox uh, playoff game. And that is when the rumor started. Um, you know, uh, for some of you younger Bulls fans, they mentioned that at some point in the last dance. He was throwing out the ceremonial first pitch at a White Sox mm. playoff game. And it was there in that moment when the rumor started flying and that Jerry Reinsdorf was informed or, or informed Jerry Krause, rather, that, hey, MJ is going to retire. And word spread like wildfire through the ballpark and caused absolute pandemonium. And MJ rushes away from Comiskey, you know, before the game's even over to avoid the press. But imagine that moment getting leaked onto Twitter before MJ made the announcement himself. Twitter would have absolutely exploded. Yeah, it's crazy to think about, like, you know, you mentioned the Atlantic City thing. Like, I almost feel like stuff like that just wouldn't have happened. Like, he wouldn't have been able to go do that because of Twitter, because of social media, because of how much more present, like, media is everywhere. Like, people just pulling their phone out and taking pictures and taking videos of him. I just, I almost, like, the, I, to your point, Matt, about, like, why MJ will always be the goat over LeBron, I think a lot of it has to do, just from, like, the off-court perspective, a lot of it has to do with the fact that he's just, like, such a myth. He's, like he's like so especially in his retirement he just like doesn't come out it was like the mm -hmm. 75th anniversary kobe's passing like a few other times but you just like don't hear from him you don't see him and i kind of think it would have gotten to a similar point after years and years of just being like the beatles yeah. um where he just kind of like went into hiding yeah yeah and mike like was that kind of guy man and, and matt hit it on the head when he said he had his own gravitational pull you know what i'm saying like i, I mean you remember when alan iverson would talk about him at at his uh hall of fame induction and he was like you know when he first saw jordan on the floor it was like he had a glow he had mm -hmm. an aura around him you know what i'm saying when he watched him in the shoes and everything like that like i can't think of many other players that are that, are that uh mythical you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. to to players coming up like it's it's chasing a ghost and and that's the other nickname mike has is ghost you know what i mean you've heard mm -hmm. zach levine say it a million times like oh yeah. he's a ghost and you heard lebron say it like i'm chasing ghosts you know what i'm saying things like that he's that kind mm -hmm. of thing but it would be interesting to watch in in the era of that social media because mike you know mike was kicking it you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. mike was having a good time and knowing that tmz is there Knowing that uh, all these, you know, talking head shows are, are there now, you know what I mean? Knowing, hell, like, we're here, you know what I'm saying? Doing a Daily Bulls show, and it would be a Bulls topic, so we would have to sit here and actually have a discussion about it, you know what I'm saying? It would be yeah. a thing, man. It would be such a thing, and it would be interesting to watch how he navigated. I can guarantee right. you one thing, though. 
I think Mike would have the enough media savvy because of uh, social media to not come to the game after Atlantic City and do an interview with the dark shades on in the suit before the game. I think that wouldn't have occurred. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, dude, going back and watching that all these years later, you're like, why is he wearing those super dark sunglasses <laughs> when he's trying to explain away the fact that he's just, you know, enjoying himself and taking his mind off right. basketball and doesn't have a gambling problem. It's like, dude, <laughs> p- at least pick a, a lighter shade of sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. Like a freaking yeah. alien. Yeah. Um, it's We're already getting people just quote tweeting and responding to this question on Twitter uh, mm. about MJ's moments that would have broken Twitter. Uh, Bleacher Nation Bulls, shout out to them, said definitely when he stretched his arm like 40 feet for a buzzer beater win against the Monsters. <laughs> Um, which like, yeah, a, I can a see couple that. Of, a couple of in-game ones that I think about of like MJ iconic moments that would for sure send like break down Twitter. The shrug against mm. Portland in '92 after he hits that sixth first half three, turns around, mm. and does that like that shrug meme. Holy shit! Mm. The other one that's maybe more low key about MJ's career. It wasn't like a big massive moment in a big crunch time playoff game. But when he gave the finger wag to Matumbo after dunking mm. on Matumbo, mm-hmm. I feel like that would have been a great MJ moment to exist in, in the era of Twitter. I also, yeah. like, I love those. And I think another one, I don't know, he did this a million times, but, like, the eyes closed free throw. If he just came out and did that oh, for the yeah. first time, that yeah. would just be running wild on Twitter. Like, the daily uh, ups and downs of Twitter. Because Mike, you know, because Mike didn't miss games. You know what I'm saying? So it would just right. be something new every single time. And he was a, pretty much amazing in all those games. But I would wonder how people would take certain achievements that he had and see if they would downplay some of them. Like the 63 against Boston. You know what I mean? Right. Like, if I can see people being amazed, but I can also see people like, yeah, they, we ain't win a game, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can see the yeah. being downplayed, you know what I'm saying, a lot. A lot. You know, him playing against Detroit him not being able to beat Detroit and things like right. that and struggling to do that. I can see that just being everywhere. The game one against the Lakers when he missed the shot to win it, I could right. see Twitter being all over that. You know what I'm saying? Ready to tear that clean down. You know what I mean? When he does that. So, yeah, there are, there are a lot of great basketball moments that he could have that would be so interesting to see in the Twitter era. But that's what added to the greatness of him. Is because he can. He was taking all of those things, all of that stuff, globally, like around the world. You know what I mean? And still achieving at a level that we had never seen before. That's why LeBron is great. He does the does, does the same kind of thing. Um, and also, uh, and I saw my man Jack Silverstein, our guy, uh, mm-hmm. mentioned that Mike going to Barcelona. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And how that would be. You know what I mean? Like on yeah. Twitter, that would be insane. He, he was mobbed there, just going there. Like imagine right. if it was social media with it. The amount of phones in his face. Oh, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Let's overseas, man. It, and it and Charles, too. Charles just oh, walking up and yeah. down the streets of Barcelona. If everybody just had a smartphone capturing video of everything that he and MJ and the guys were doing. That's another one that I thought <laughs> Even of. Even John Stockton would have been identified. Come on. John Stockton's walking around with his <laughs> old camcorder and his family, and nobody hey, even cares man. who he is. Hey, um, Adam, Adam hit that on the head right here. He said Pitt would have been on Twitter, like KD, <laughs> all bitter about everything. <laughs> Yo, son, yeah. you got a point. You got a point yeah. on that one, man. You got a point yeah. on that one, Adam. That's probably I can see true. That. I can see but, that, man. The, so uh, speaking of the Olympics, that's another one I thought of, especially like around this time of the year in the NBA calendar when like any, we're all just, you know, we're all junkies looking for anything. So I saw, Will, you quote tweeted some footage somebody had of Pat Will's latest scrimmage against whoever. And, like, wasn't even Drew Lee. It was just, like, a, a player getting some run in during the offseason, offseason workouts. I think about what it would be like if there were was more footage and more people around capturing uh, the scrimmage in Monte Carlo leading up to the 92 Olympics. That's actually another one like, that I forgot. To the greatest that. That basketball be... game ever played, probably. <laughs> Just it would two be sides of the same like, team scrimmaging against each other, and what that would like if that were leaked onto Twitter the way that just players' off-season workouts these days are leaked onto Twitter. That would be like if the Jimmy Butler Minnesota Timberwolves practice was actually the dream team. <laughs> yes, yes. 
And then the other one, sort of in a similar light that I think about is, what if there was a ton of footage from the scrimmages and the pickup games at Warner Brothers Studios where they built him a court while he was filming Space Jam in the summer of 95? Like, mm. I want all of that footage leaked onto NBA Twitter. Oh, that's great. When Artest broke the ribs and everything, like, yeah, you're right. That's great. And ye, and ye, I definitely was going to bring that up about that Twitter account that takes a, that shows uh, old NBA clips from the 80s and 90s and acts like Twitter existed at that time. You know, would show something that happened in the 80s and 90s and actually show what Twitter accounts would look like and how people would respond during that time. It is absolutely hilarious. Yeah. It's truly, um, truly he hilarious. He said it's called Old NBA Tweets with a Z. I was yeah. not familiar with this, and I just figured out how I'm going to spend my weekend. I am <laughs> Dude, going... Matt, it's Whoa. incredible. It's incredible, dog. And, it, oh and it's God. so accurate. How it's has so no accurate. one told me about this until now? <laughs> Listen, I've sent it to you in the group chats before. Really? I have. I've sent it in the group chats before, man. John and I have laughed about it several times in the group chats. Oh, my but God. But, yeah, it's a thing, bro. Like, they had Jordan moments up there. And oh, things wow. like that, man. And like old LeBron, LeBron, like when he was 12 years old watching Mike, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, this dude is awesome. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. dude is the GOAT kind of thing. It's really good. It's really good. It's very clever. Very, very clever. I was going to deep dive on this Twitter account too, but then I scrolled down to a tweet from July 25th. That's a like a thumbnail from a YouTube video from House of mm -hmm. Highlights. That is a picture of Jabari Parker, Chris Dunn, and Zach Levine. <laughs> and it says, this was a wild time for Bulls fans. <laughs> yes. Yes, old NBA tweets. That was indeed a wild time. For That's Bulls your wheelhouse, Will. You Ooh. love living there. You love living in that no, moment right there. You I do absolutely there. not love living there. <laughs> I wish I never uh, lived there. I did have to live there for a while. We yikes. all did. <laughs> uh, flip side in the comments saying the double nickel at the garden would also be a great MJ Ooh. moment to have happen on Twitter for sure. Yeah. Or Reggie dude, Miller even, fight. Like, dude, his, his 63 point game in the old Boston garden, uh, you know, in that playoff series against Larry Celtics. Yeah. No, I mean, a shooting guard putting up 63 points in a playoff game back then. Unheard of. Absolutely. Imagine would have broken Twitter. Imagine how many times the God disguised as Michael Jordan quote would have been retweeted oh. by like some, oh, yeah. you know, yes. Bleacher Report or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Dude, how, how much Clyde Drexler against Jordan arguments would there be <laughs> you know what I'm saying, on Twitter? Like going into that 92 finals, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it oh, would yeah. be ridiculous. It would be ridiculous, man. Oh, my God. I what wish about, it happened. What about what about the up and under move against the Lakers in ninety one? Oh. think that would have. I mean, I feel Ooh. like that move has become of of all of the MJ stuff, like the last shot, the original the shot against yes. Cleveland, Cleveland. Yeah, but like in every clip, in every sixty second MJ highlight, that up and under against the Lakers is always there, and a lot of times it's the one. It is the mm -hmm. exclamation point. But I wonder if we give it that value because it's always been that. Like, even while he was still playing, on the second go-around, the second three-peat, that move was already being used as, like, this is the Michael Jordan. Yeah. I don't know if in the moment it would have been as impressive to people as they were watching it and live-tweeting the game. What do you guys think? I don't know. That's hard to say. I see your point, but it's hard, it's hard to say uh, only because – up to that point, we had seen so many incredible things that it just kind of would have went with it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like, yeah, he, he does this kind of thing. Like, it's, this kind of what it is. You know, it's like you said, the up and under. Like, even the 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 Lakers one in game two. You know what I mean? People try to poo poo that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he switched hands. Man, I know 20 people that do that now. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, really? I ain't seen them. Like, like, what are you talking no, about? I, but, I just saw you quote tweeted the other day some MJ highlight reel that somebody threw together. And you were like, yeah. yeah. And it was just a lot of it was younger MJ and just the most yeah. ridiculously acrobatic finish it, like layups, yeah. double clutches, up and up. Do you watch that shit? And you're like, this man was not real. This yeah. man was not real. And that's what it real. said. Because the highlight said, this this seems unreal. And I was like, it is. Right. <laughs> like, right. It definitely is, man. It wasn't fair. It wasn't fair, dude. It was. It was that's, a magical that's what we're talking about with like the ghost nickname like yeah. and another reason why it will just be i think from like just a like a image and icon perspective 
impossible for LeBron to ever pass Michael is because like he's competing with these highlights that have been like put on these incredible like pedestals that just nobody can ever touch. Right. And that's like, we don't remember, we don't talk about because we didn't have Twitter to criticize him for missing the shot against the Lakers. Like we, we just didn't have that. And so mm-hmm. those things kind of fall through the cracks mm-hmm. of history and the stuff that we still see today in Gibson highlight reels 30 years later, uh, that's mm-hmm. what LeBron is competing against. And like LeBron has made some incredible plays and you right. can rattle off a bunch mm-hmm. just like off the top with like the block on Tiago Splitter, the block on uh, Iguodala, mm-hmm. the turnaround mm-hmm. jumper from the corner where he hit the uh, bank three against the Wizards. Uh, he's just like had a million of these different things, but like, and, and probably by the time he retires, those will also be sort of glorified the same way, but he's yeah, also had failures that will never go away. I think because of Twitter and social media that, Michael kind of was able to sneak away from, right? Yeah, but his were bigger. LeBron's failures were like this, though. Like, not showing up in the finals is huge. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't can't walk away from that kind of failure, dude. That's a, that's a stamp failure. Mike didn't have those stamp failures. You know what I'm saying? Like, LeBron has MJ would not have been so. shut down in the finals by J.J. Barea. You know, all right? Yeah, that's a stamp. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are stamps, bro. You know what I mean? Like, those are the things that, yeah, eight points yeah. in the finals game. Like, you, you you think of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, but those other failures, honestly, I don't even think of. Like, I don't even, I don't even quantify it. Like, it doesn't even come to my head. But those, right. like, doing yeah. it at the biggest moments, and that's the difference. Mike at them biggest right. moments was otherworldly. That's that's how he became a myth. Right. Which is why. It's because he did it at the biggest moments in front of people that weren't for him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's why we are next going to talk about in a second the fact that a bunch of NBA legends gave their time to sit down and talk about Michael for a trailer for a video game. This man is the GOAT. We're going to talk about the MJ 2K23 trailer that dropped earlier this week coming up next. But first, today's episode brought to you guys by FOCO. Chicago sports fans, your home for the best Chicago sports coverage. That's us at CHGO. Is partnering with the leader in sports merchandise and collectibles. CHGO has teamed, teamed up with FOCO to secure your access to the best collectibles and gear around. Whether it's Bears, Cups, Cubs, White Sox, Blackhawks, or Bulls, FOCO will have something for you, your kids, your friends, your loved ones. If you're looking to get some new gear, collectibles, or accessories, we're talking about merch today, memorabilia today. FOCO has officially licensed gear for men, women, kids, everything and everyone, from bobbleheads, swimsuits, to Crocs, and more. FOCO has you covered with the best Chicago merchandise of your favorite teams. So head on over to FOCO.com. That's F-O-C-O.com, or click the link below in our YouTube description of this episode and get 10% off all non-presale items when you use promo code CHGO at checkout. Again, that's FOCO, F-O-C-O dot com, promo code CHGO for 10% off at checkout. Woo! Um, NBA 2K 23 is another MJ 2K. Will, I think th- the last time they did this was NBA 2K12, I want to say. Um, and Joey, do we have that trailer that we can uh, play real quick? Because it is impressive. Oh, look at this. You got Ahmad Rashad. You got young MJ. Here's Patrick Ewing. Dennis. My God, these highlights. Also, just like we're not listening to it, but every single time the the Bulls anthem and uh, the starting lineup announcement comes on, it's just oh chills. chills, dude. Chills. You got his his moments with Team USA in here. You got Chris Mullen talking about it. Look the at this. wildest one. The wildest one is coming up though for me. Yeah, the, Bill the Walton. Wildest one. Dennis again. Dennis Dude, talking about throwing MJ to the ground. I'm like, here's the him. here's the shrug. Marv Albert. Marv. Yes. Boom. He's oh, on there it is. Fire. 
<laughs> here he's playing against Kobe. I think Shaq is talking here. Yeah, there's Shaq. Oh, look at that. And they, That's dude, amazing. The accuracy. Here's the steal against Malone. And then the final shot in 98. Phil Jackson. Wow. Talking about MJ for a trailer for a video game. For a video game. Oh, my game. God. <laughs> North Carolina. Jeannie Buss is in here. That's There's the, the move. One. There's right the there. move. That's the cameo. Jeannie Buss. The owner of the Lakers coming on and telling you Michael Jordan is the greatest player of all time. That's the one yep. for me, right there. Yep. She as she said it. He's she said he's 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 the greatest of all time. To me, okay. I, the last NBA 2K that I played a lot was 2K12, which I think was the last time they did an MJ specific 2K, and you it had like career moments and things. They're doing that again here with this one, where you could recreate. The greatest moments of MJ's career. There's the 15 Jordan Challenge games that you can complete. Uh, complete. Um, there's uh, and th this is the other thing, and I just noticed it with Dennis's hairdo in a couple of those shots. Era replicated visuals, gameplay, and presentation. So they went back and looked at how the United Center looked or wherever they were playing looked in that moment in time and replicated it to perfection to make it look as if it was happening in that moment in time, frozen in history. And this is all for a video game because it's Michael freaking Jordan. And here's the thing that Jeff, stood out man, to me. You know, big uh, Mike. Go ahead, Dave. Oh, no, I was just saying names, Will. That's all. You got it. I'm just saying names. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, the two things that stood out to me from this. One, Dave, you mentioned it, was Jeannie Buss, the person who's who runs the team who has had LeBron James and Kobe Bryant and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Magic Johnson <laughs> saying yes. Michael Jordan is the GOAT. Like, you know, just awesome. And the second thing is, like, especially for the shot against the Cavs, like, you're watching him do that, like, replicate that moment in this video game. And obviously it's like a video game. You can make it look however you want, but I feel like they still don't capture how much he's like floating and flying in the air. Like it, it just, it doesn't do it justice. And we're talking about a video game where you can make things completely over the top. Like he, he is just more unrealistic than a video game. That is insane. That is an excellent point. And you're right. I, I had the same thought. Will, when I watched that moment, I was like, nah, he was in the air a little longer. He kind of floated a little bit more when he when he hit that shot, you know? Yep. And I used to have a poster of it that was a frame by frame of it. And I mean, I used to just stare at it. And what always stood out to me was Michael Jordan, while he's in the air, you watch Craig Elo take off, get to his peak to block the shot, doesn't do it. And when Mike finally shoots it, Elo is on the ground. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's it, it blew my mind, dude. I'm like, that, he, how long are you in the air when another human being jumps to block you and he's on the ground looking at you and you still are up there? Like, he's a myth, man. Big Mike is a myth. Yeah. He's a myth. That's, and that's why so many people and people talked to Reggie, the bad boy pisses would talk about it in their playoff battles with him was the strategy with Mike was don't let him take off. Because once he's in the air, he's beating you. And it's that crazy kind of stuff where he could just float. And you're right. I've, I had the same observation to myself. I was like, he hung in the air longer than that when he hit the shot against Cleveland. He's um, literally more unrealistic than a video game. That is just crazy. Right. Uh, Adam said the timing of MJ's <laughs> kick with Elo going down. Yeah. Epic. Uh, Barton, MJ jumping in the air and throwing that. Yes. Fist is burned yes. into my retinas. Yeah. Uh, and shout out to our guy <laughs> Schuster from uh, BN Bulls. Say, just stop it in to say Pip's mailman comment about Carl Malone would have NBA Twitter losing its mind. Man, that's true. If uh, the the mailman doesn't <laughs> deliver on Sunday's line from Pip hit Twitter, yes. oh my goodness, yes. so good. Yes, the so the amount of things that would have been like, yeah, it, it was so many moments, man, and and so many Bulls became like celebrities because of all that stuff that was going on with Jordan. You know, like I'm Bill Winnington and, and the rest of the Bulls having like McDonald's commercials and their own like sandwiches. You know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? Like at McDonald's because of it. 
Like, you know, it was it was a crazy, insane time that that kind of human being could have that kind of impact from the game of basketball. It hadn't happened like that. We thought you kind of thought you had seen that peak with with magic, you know, and Larry Bird as far as popularity. You know, you didn't know it, where it could go even further than that with right. Michael Jordan because it's it's just global. You know what I'm saying? And and the fact that it's still a thing. You know what I mean? Like the fact that the shoes when people <laughs> I love when people have the the goat arguments all the time. It I always laugh because some of them are wearing Jordans, telling me that Jordan isn't the greatest ever. I'm like, you literally right. wear the shoes, bro. Like. <laughs> like from like 30 years ago like this is it's, it's insane it's insane but but yeah man like i can't wait to get this video game um uh, i had 2k11 when they had the jordan challenge on previously oh, it was 11 I, not 12 okay yeah i was trying to remember no they had it yeah. they had jordan on 12 too like but on 12 they had brought back like more of the 90s players you know what i'm right, saying okay yeah. on 12 but it wasn't the challenge on it uh but on 11 i can't tell you anything about playing with the regular players on 11 because all I did was play the Jordan challenge. That's literally all I did. And it seems like that's what it's going to be here again. Will like, I'm going to be playing like all these Jordan challenges, like reliving these kind of moments. I saw they even had the old school, uh, 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 scoreboard. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. you would be watching on NBC. They even had that, you know, aspect of it as well. So I don't know if they're going to have Marv Albert calling it or not, or anything like that. What other detail Dude, they might have? I don't crazy. know. If they got yeah. Marv Albert to do the voiceover for this 2K yeah. MJ edition, Dude, oh my! It would, God. it would be cool, man. It would be cool. So I'm excited to see it. I'm definitely gonna buy it, and I'm definitely gonna play it. And yeah, I, I can't wait till it comes out. Yeah, it's just such a it's a cool like way to honor Michael. I feel like last couple of years with the. The documentary coming out and then the top 75 team and him being like the last one to be announced. I feel like they're just taking more opportunities to honor him and his greatness. Um, and yeah, to kind of bring it back to the social media thing, just I think they're they're trying to capture some of that by by doing all these things now and like letting some of the moments from the last dance become viral on Twitter or right, you know, seeing what you know Michael does at you know certain appearances um i just think i think it's really cool and i wonder what you know what areas that michael or other players in the bulls would have leaned into like if they had twitter and social media in that time and what stuff they would have stayed away from like i I mentioned it with the you know the atlantic city thing like would they would that have just not happened but like what stuff Mm -hmm. would have happened would they have gone just super petty peck on twitter and like started calling people out and talking shit uh so it's just yeah it's like a cool thought experiment to think about like if you teleported that team those players michael jordan into today social media just the the game right now i think it'd be really interesting and and in a similar way to like would mj even be able to get away with taking a trip to atlantic city in the middle of some playoff games you know in new york think about in the modern world of social media and everybody has a smartphone in their pocket when dennis would just be like, I'm going to Vegas. Like, can you imagine? Can you, like, there's no way. And, like, when he got back from that trip, then he would be chased around the Birdo Center by media and chased around the United Center. I mean, if Dennis just took that little 48-hour vacation in today's world where everybody in Vegas clubs, strip clubs, casinos, was just like, oh, hey, there goes Dennis. There's no way. There's no way he could have gotten. He would have just been. That. He would have been just betting twenty three with us at the roulette table. Pack. You know, <laughs> <answer this. laughs> yes, yes, and we'll I'll, just the four of us. Just that's it. Just hanging out with with Dennis and and we'll. I I I want to say that you're right too about um, players now nowadays and specifically uh, LeBron um, with how they handle all of this you know what i mean because the more people and more eyes on you you're not allowed to really make that mistake you know what i mean you're not really allowed to mess up or say the right thing or even the wrong thing you know what i mean you can get trouble for both you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying and the fact that lebron has been able to navigate that you know what i'm saying and not have anything like he doesn't get any kind of trouble at all it is impressive it really is man and and i i commend him greatly for that 
because it's not easy to to do that. And it for me, it just adds to greatness of players. You know what I'm saying? When you can do those kind of things. So knowing what he dealt with and still doing what he does on the floor is incredible. And knowing what Mike dealt with, you know what I'm saying? And doing what he did on the floor is absolutely insane. Man, uh, CM uh, Kolach just said, imagine Twitter when Scotty refused to come back in with 1.8 seconds. <sighs> I, we don't have time for that rabbit hole right now, but you're right. Twitter yeah. Twitter would have lit his ass up for that. Um, Do a chair and everything? Come oh on. Oh, my God. Crazy. Chair throw. Doing a chair <laughs> throw. Colin said, Dennis going to wrestling. Yeah, that right. would be fun on social media. Oh, my too. God. Oh, my God. He just shows up insane. at WWE Raw. Uh, all right. <laughs> WCW, are, but it's okay. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> tomato, tomato, potato, potato. It matters. Uh, sadly, we are out of time. This is a really fun episode. Hope you all enjoyed it here on Fun Friday. Hit a like, uh, thumbs up button on this YouTube episode if you enjoyed it. It helps us out a lot. Subscribe to this CHO Sports YouTube channel if you aren't already, so you get alerts anytime we head out at the beginning of a live episode. Uh, Will is on Twitter at Woke Gottlieb. Big Dave is Bowby AWL Sports. I am Bulls underscore Peck. We collectively are CHO underscore Bulls. We will be back next week with a fresh dose of episodes for you guys. Hopefully, we'll have an update on Justin Lewis and his health status. We'll probably do uh, another couple of Eastern Conference offseason evals. We still got to talk about the Cavs uh, and a, a couple other teams that might be in the mix sort of in that middle tier of the East with the Bulls. So we'll do that and plenty more next week. Have a great weekend, though. Go out. Enjoy it. Yeah. We're running out of summer days, Chicago. Go enjoy it. Yeah. Will, enjoy Brazil. I know it's not summer there, but. It's Brazil, so I'm sure you're having a good time. I'm doing my best. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm uh, doing my best. For Will and Big Dave and our guy Joey behind the controls, I'm Peck. Joey. Appreciate y'all as always, Bulls Nation. Thanks for hanging out and having fun with us today. We'll see you on Monday. See you, Red. Be good.